Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest Skewed and Reviewed Skewedcast. I'm Gareth, creator of Skewed and Reviewed, and you can catch us online at sknr.net as we cover all things movies, games, television, travel, entertainment, pop culture, and more. You can also catch us on Sci-Fi Radio. You can catch us on socials on BJ Shea's Geek Nation and other outlets. Uh, you can catch some of our segments on Sci-Fi Radio, and you can also catch us on sites such as Open Critic. I mentioned Pinal Central, a network of newspapers, keyword skewed, and of course, you can also catch our quarterly skewed and reviewed magazine. I'm joined, as always, with Justin Michael and Joey Z, and we are going to do a quick hit of some of the breaking news uh, in the world of games and movies. But of course, we are going to start off our um, show today with a quick run-through of a film that is going to be opening when you hear this, and that is Argyle. And this is directed by Matthew Vaughn, who is behind The Kingsman and several other films. And it stars Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, as well as supporting performances by John Senna, Samuel L. Jackson, and Brian Cranston, not to mention Catherine O'Hara. It's a very interesting film about a writer named Ellie Conway, played by Bryce Dallas Howard, who is a successful author of several mystery spy series with the codename Argyle. Now, uh, Ellie is a reclusive individual who has all kinds of uh, admiring fans, but leads a very sheltered and secluded life with her cat. Uh, Ellie is very neurotic. She won't date. She doesn't fly on airplanes. And one day while taking a train, she meets somebody who approaches her as a fan, but turns out to be a spy. And it leads her to a big adventure where she finds out that essentially something in her books, especially the unpublished upcoming fifth book, very much are um, implying on things that are happening in the real world and she gets pulled into a dangerous and deadly spy game. There's a lot of over-the-top humor with it. There is a lot of very, um, oh, what do you call it? There would be a lot of um, just action humor of the PG-13 stage. So definitely a lot of good stuff. You do want to check this out, and you can go ahead and uh, do so. As I said, it is going to be... Uh, opening up this weekend. So, guys, we had a Sony State of Play, and why don't we start it off, and we will go ahead and start with Joey, work down the line. Joey Z, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you saw in it and what stood out to you? Yeah, we got uh, five big trailers from this State of Play. Uh, Stellar Blade, Silent Hill, Judas, Rise of Ronin, and Death Stranding, and a mysterious six that I'll let people talk about after... I mentioned my favorites. Uh, I think most looking forward uh, game I was looking forward to was uh, Judas because it has a very Bioshock feel because it's made by one of the creators of Bioshock. I uh, gotta say, I wasn't as hyped uh, as I thought I'd be after the trailer. It does look a lot like Bioshock. Similar idea of having powers in one hand and guns in the other. Uh, same idea, kind of like that almost uh, steampunk-esque feel to it. Uh, cool. I'll end up playing it because I love the original Bioshock as well as the sequels because I'm a sucker for that genre and I love using powers and shooting stuff. Uh, Silent Hill, scary as you can imagine. Uh, you know, walking through uh, dimly lit corridors with your cell phone on uh, with a lot of jump scares. Uh, Stellar Blade, uh, 
kind of shined with its post-apocalyptic take on uh, like almost like a looter and enhance your body kind of stuff. Uh, attack attacking like these futuristic, uh, almost like alien monsters that are kind of mutated after this world. They they've, they've pushed uh, Earth flings off this world into a different colony with uh, big boss fights, and then uh, Rise of Ronin, uh, kind of a uh, Assassin's Creed meets Samurai type uh, game. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about that brand, or, but uh, interesting. The combat actually looked really smooth. That surprised me. Uh, so I would say check that out. And then, of course, the big one at the very end, Death Stranding 2, which I think the chat was like the most hyped for by a mile. There was, uh, you know, if you play Death Stranding 1, it's a very unique game. Uh, I would say Strange maybe best describes it. Um, <laughs> as there's uh, babies involved and weird aliens and robots and other things and a lot of walking around. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the game myself, but I do know a lot of people that liked it. But the trailer of this one was incredible. I mean, there's a, uh, a, a fight with an electric gun guitar, or I don't even know how to describe it, but I would definitely recommend going and checking it out. Okay, and Michael, what's your take on all of this? Yeah, so I, I went through um, and watched those as well. And I agree with Judas. I was pretty excited for Judas um, going into it because I know that Ken Levine was in, uh, was in, you know, in, the, in the works with it. And it does have a Bioshock look to it. But I was pretty confused watching the trailer. Maybe that's the whole point. Um, I don't know. It, 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 didn't, it, it looked like environmentally it looked like it was still trying to go after that Bioshock vibe but other than that i don't know i was again it's hard to say with trailers what we see and, and i'm hoping we see more about that as as we go but yeah i was kind of a, let, a little bit of a letdown um i'm gonna be honest i thought the state of play in general was kind of a letdown now i do know that um uh they had uh hideo kojima was there with kind of um talking about his new action espionage movie slash game I, they say it's going to be a game and a movie and and multimedia and all this stuff i don't know if that means the game itself is going to be all those things or if that means that it's going to have a tie-in movie to go along with it it was pretty vague um called i think science uh, something like that but it <laughs> wasn't again it wasn't really they didn't really show off anything other than it was kind of like they were filming, they were doing the, talking about the game, but it was in a, in a virtual movie studio. I don't know. It, it, typical of today, Kojima, you don't really know what to expect um, with it. Uh, Metro Awakening is, is going to be a VR um, title for the PSVR 2, which takes place in the Metro universe. Um, huge fan of the games, so um, I'm hoping that will be pretty um, interesting. Again, we kind of folk, we kind of continued on our Let's remaster games that people really don't need to have remastered um, with Until Dawn. Again, any of the games that were kind of PS4-ish era, I, I don't know that remastering is something that is necessary, but hey, um, it looks good. Uh, for those who uh, haven't played the original Until Dawn, it's probably worth checking out the remastered version. Um, again, that tends to be, it starts to be, it started to be a trend now with Sony with remastering everything, and I especially for games that were, you know, in that in that PS4, late PS3 era, I don't really know that they need to be. But, again, um, it's it's there for people who are interested. Uh, I do agree with Rise of Ronin. I, I, I agree completely with what Joey, how Joey described it. I saw, thought the exact same thing. It's like Assassin's Creed with swordplay in it, 
um, uh, has the, the odd glider mechanic that um, we've seen kind of similar in, in Assassin's Creed games in the past um, with a lot of the samurai sword kind of play through it. So that I thought it was interesting. Um, again, it, it, it wasn't a huge, it wasn't a great showcase in my opinion, only because I think a lot of it was uh, still up in the air with where things, was, where things were going, that sort of thing. But all in all, it wasn't terrible. So, yeah, there were some interesting things for sure. Um, again, Death Stranding, I, I didn't play it. Honestly, the I, so I really am not a, a good person to, um, to, to speak to it, other than I, I know it was a lot walking simulator slash UPS delivery guy. Um, again, I, I liked the aesthetic, and I really thought they did a fantastic job with the um, the uh, the showcase for that for the um, the the standing two. So I thought that the intro looked really good um, and what they were showing off. Uh, whether or not the gameplay will be there, I, again, I don't know. I know it it had its. I know it got to be pretty bit huge, but uh, upon the initial release, I didn't think it was well that well received in the beginning. But I know as people played it, it got more popular. So obviously popular enough to. Um, have a sequel come out of it. So we'll see where, I guess, where it goes from there. Okay, and Justin, your take, please. Yeah, I would pretty much agree with uh, with both of your guys' assessments about the state of play. I mean, in general, um, with, with these kinds of events, uh, part of it does come down to, are the games really kind of your, your cup of tea, it, it, I, I guess is one way to put it. Um, and I think this particular state of play, uh, there wasn't really much that was was really up my alley specifically. Uh, but I would agree with Michael. Um, uh, overall, I, I think the the most impressive trailer was the Death Stranding two trailer. Um, but again, I I didn't play Death Stranding one. I am a big fan of Kojima's. I love the Metal Gear Solid series. Um, and uh, I've always kind of intended to go back and play Death Stranding one, but it's just such a strange game that it's it really didn't particularly interest me. Um, and I'm kind of curious with this trailer how they're going to follow up with it as a sequel. Usually with sequels, you kind of address some of the things that people um, you know criticize with the first one. You kind of go bigger. Um, and it, it does seem like a very engaging game. It's just, it's very strange. I mean, to, to go back to what Joey was talking about, it was just what a wild trailer with with such strange things going on in it. Uh, and I, I guess that alone, it was uh, it was very evocative. But um, it, I, that was probably the most interesting. Everything else, I'm going to be completely honest. It was it's a little bit of a letdown. Uh, I'm going to echo Michael a little bit. It's just. Um, I'm interested in the Silent Hill games, but th these particular ones, um, I'll probably check them out. But uh, I, I didn't know if these particular trailers just did did much for me for uh, for Silent Hill, uh, Judas as well. I, I like Bioshock, but um, I I think there's just something a little bit off about it. It sort of reminds me of um, the Outer worlds i get it mixed up between the, there's two games that came out roughly around the same time outer worlds and outer wilds and outer yeah. worlds um you know kind of build as uh 
you know, Fallout, uh, from the creators of Fallout New Vegas. You know, I love Fallout New Vegas, one of my favorite games ever. But the Outer, Wild, Outer Worlds, while pretty good, uh, it was not, it was, there was something kind of off about it. And that's sort of the vibe I got with Judas as well, where, yes, it very much reminds me of Bioshock, but it didn't quite seem like it was there yet. It was almost like an imitation of it. Um, so overall, I mean, I'm not going to say it was a bad show, just might maybe not my cup of tea for what was shown, but uh, there were some impressive trailers in there, I, I will say that. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we'll have to see the proof will definitely be in the uh, in the pudding, as they say, as to what these things look like when the final games come out and, um, you know, how well the reception is to them. What I was kind of surprised about is when I saw the, um, oh, what do you call it? When I saw the um, information on Until Dawn Remastered. And so I've been, you know, big fan. I played Until Dawn. I played Rush of Blood. I played their other, you know, spiritual type uh, game, The Quarry. And there is a part of me going, okay, I'm glad they're doing something with the franchise. Um, but the other part of me says, you know, this isn't adding up for me because, um, it's, this is an older game. This is time for a sequel. This is not time for a remaster. So I was curious what the mentality behind this. Now, I do think it has something to do with the reported, uh, news that they're going to be working on a film version of this. Uh, so, you know, that's probably it, probably easier to remaster the game and get that out than it is to, you know, start a new one from scratch. But that being said, it is an interesting uh, choice. I'm curious about how much they can enhance it from how it played out the last time, but uh, still going to be interesting. Definitely going to be one to keep an eye on. Another thing to keep an eye on is today we got our CinemaCon schedules out and I thought I would run over this one because it is a little uh, different. So starting off with Monday, April 8th, um, usually Sony is the company that kicks everything off and leads the party, as it were. Uh, but on this one here, it says Sunday, excuse me, Monday night instead of the Sony thing. It is a preview of a... Um, what would you call it? Uh, upcoming Universal Studios films. And um, the other thing is that, you know, people are like, okay, so that's interesting. Where's Sony in this whole mix? Uh, the next thing is you go to Tuesday, and in, in addition to the usual showcases, presentations, the big showcase is going to be from Warner Brothers. That's the only one on Tuesday. Wednesday is going to include something from Angel Studio, Lionsgate, and Universal Studios and Focus Features, whereas Thursday is going to go all in, and there's going to be a presentation from Sony, Walt Disney, and then, of course, the big um, showcase. So we'll start down the line with you, Justin. Are you shocked that as of now there's nothing from Sony at the show? That's diff it's interesting because obviously that's the, that's the big studio that isn't represented there um but there is also a little bit of time left um so i i think they're they could end up 
you know, having some representation at the show. Um, but it is kind of an interesting, noteworthy thing just because they don't tend to do their own. Uh, now, obviously, with games, they do state of play, but there isn't really a Sony version of that for movies, as far as I'm aware. Um, so that is definitely noteworthy, but uh, I suppose we'll just have to kind of wait and see if, if maybe they're uh, like a late submission kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm leaning. Michael, uh, what do you make of all this? Yeah, it, it would be interesting that they're not there. And 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 the schedule seemed to be pretty filled out. So if they were planning to be there, I think they would there would be a few more holes in the schedule for that. So my my I I suspect they're not planning to attend. Um I don't know why that would be um uh, again, it they're from a for other than you know the the stars showing up and that sort of thing um the studio is not like a 93 where there's a lot of investment in bringing um you know tech demos or or equipment um that sort of thing usually it's a couple of executives along with a bunch of stars um and they talk about some upcoming releases and some in some cases those releases are only you know a month out so it's not like they're they have to bring something that's going to be a surprise and a shock uh, to everybody in the audience. It, it very well could be they show previews that are currently already streaming or showing someplace else. So yeah, it is an interesting, um, interesting for them to miss. Uh, I, it it's, might be something that they address uh, at the show. It might it might simply be a scheduling thing. Uh, it could be that you know Sony was has other commitments at the time that the show is going to be planned and they certainly and they couldn't uh, attend um there are there are lots of reasons why that could be um so we just be speculating but it is it is something uh kind of odd to, to know for sure and joey z what do you have about uh, that lineup yeah i would agree with that uh i'm not seeing any big major releases that sony has around the dates of CinemaCon, so it doesn't really surprise me that they might back away from it especially since uh we've seen that uh, major labels like to essentially hoard those views for themselves and choose when they're uh, ready to show things off. So uh, a switch from that to Universal, you know, Universal, I've seen them just pumping advertising into things like Kung Fu Panda and Gladiator 2. So they might just have more of a budget here, and that's why we're seeing more uh, than more represented. Yeah, and I think there is definitely uh, some wisdom with that. It just... It's one of those things that just seems odd and doesn't quite add up, but you, in the end, will say, okay, well, let's wait and see what the final lineup looks like because there's definitely a lot of stuff going on. So definitely things to keep an eye on. Okay, folks, so it's going to be a shorter-than-usual show this week. Uh, Lou's was a bit light, so we just wanted to make sure we covered the main things. We'll be back again next week. Hopefully there'll be some exciting new stuff to talk about. And until then, take care. <laughs>